So if you've ever been on a fat loss or a health improvement journey, it's highly likely that you use the scales as a way to document your progress. And you probably wondered, how many times really should I be weighing myself? Should it be daily? Should it be weekly? Should it be monthly? Can I get away with not weighing myself at all and still being successful? And that's exactly what I want to go through today. I want to go through the pros and cons of different frequencies during different phases of your journey and also what I personally recommend. So let's start with monthly. And I'd say monthly is best for people who are in muscle building phases and in long-term maintenance phases. The reason being is that we don't really need to weigh a super frequent amount when we're in either of these phases. Yes, we want a good idea of our data so we know if we're heading in the right direction or staying where we want to. However, the frequency doesn't need to be super high at this phase. So it still gives us the data that we need without that pressure of weighing ourselves on a very regular basis. However, the disadvantage I'd say to monthly weighs is that it doesn't necessarily give us the most accurate snapshot of where you find yourself. Realistically, we all know that our weight fluctuates, and we're gonna go into that in a little bit more detail later. And let's say that we weigh ourselves on one day, we might be 65 kilos. However, we know that on another week, for example, we might be 67 kilos. Like things can change very quickly. And I'll give you an example. Let's say we're a woman who's just gone through her cycle, or maybe she's approaching her cycle, she's had a few more socials than usual, and she stepped on the scales and she's two or three kilos heavier than she's used to typically being, or was last month. She might reflect on that as, oh wow, I'm not heading in the right direction here. Maybe I need to start tracking more regularly. Maybe I need to weigh myself on a day-to-day -day basis to bring things back down. However, she then weighs herself a week later. She doesn't have as many socials. Her cycle is finished. She might be back down to the amount that she was before. So when we only have one measurement per month, it can lead us to making choices that might not be so in line with where we genuinely are. The same goes for muscle building as well. Obviously, the goal of the muscle building phase is to gradually bring up your body weight. But let's say you've had a super active week on the other side of things, and you've maybe skipped a few meals because of that. It's not typical of you, but you've had a crazy busy week at work. You might weigh in on the day that you have to, and you might be two kilos lighter. And you're like, wow, this muscle building phase isn't as effective as I thought it was. I need to bump up my calories. However, once again, you got back to your normal eating, your work schedule slowed down a little bit, you started sleeping a little bit more again, and the scales might might be back to where they were or they might be might even be a little bit higher so i think that the challenge with the monthly weigh-ins is that it might lead us to choices that aren't necessarily the ones we need to make just due to the limited amount of data so monthly isn't necessarily a bad idea i'd say that if you're in a dedicated fat loss phase it's not a good option for the time being what could be a good way to overcome the disadvantages of monthly is perhaps not only having one weigh-in per month but maybe like a series of three days every week per month that you decide to weigh yourself instead and then you should get a better a snapshot of the data so you can rule out the daily fluctuations that you might experience. So let's look at another common frequency, which is weekly. And I think this is really good for the circumstances I mentioned just before, which is the muscle building phases, the long-term maintenance, and you might even be able to get away with this in fat loss. And the great thing about this frequency is it rules out the disadvantage of the monthly weigh-ins. At least if we have, like we mentioned in that last example, a higher weigh-in than we expected or a lower weigh-in than we expected, we have another one in a week and another one in a week and another one in a week. We have a lot more data, we get a bigger snapshot of the month and it gives us a much better understanding of what we might need to do with our nutrition, our training based on what those readings say. I also think it's a reasonable ask as well. If someone's moved from daily weigh-ins to weekly, realistically, you're only gonna be stepping on the scales, let's say, let's account for weeks where you forgot and maybe holiday weeks and birthday weeks, you're probably gonna be weighing yourself between 
40 to 45 times per year versus 365, right? So I think it's a very reasonable amount to do. So that's where I see this frequency as quite a good one. So I see this is a really good option for those who are muscle building or in long-term maintenance phases. I'd say that the disadvantages kick in when we're in a fat loss phase, as if we don't have those daily measurements, we can't see the fluctuations. There's a good chance that someone's weight might be the same on Sunday last week and Sunday this week. And it's super interesting that I have a lot of clients who will maybe weigh in on a Sunday and then they'll weigh in on a Monday. They'll check in on Sunday with that disappointing weigh-in that they saw and they're like, haven't really made any progress this week. Maybe we need to make changes. I'm slightly disappointed after all my efforts. Then they wake up on a Monday morning, they weigh themselves, and then maybe like a kilo less or they're on their new all-time low on the scales and all of a sudden the scope of the week looks entirely different. So if you're only weighing yourself once per week, you only have one real opportunity to take a look at your progress and that might not be the most accurate assessment just due to any of the reasons we mentioned earlier. You know, there might have been a social occasion, there might have been poor sleep, stress, etc. All these things that impacted your scale weight on that day or it might be that sometimes, and we're going to go into the benefits of frequently weighing yourself in just a moment is that some people on certain days of the week just find that they're heavier you know it's just that, that trend i found that a lot of people usually have some good drops on a saturday because the stress of their week is worn off from monday to friday they finally sleep well they have a low stress weekend and they have their best weigh-ins on saturday and sunday so if they're weighing themselves every friday it's likely to be higher than it would have been on saturday or sunday so that's where i'd say that the weekly weigh-in for those in fat loss phases might not be the best call however you can still get away with it as long as you're not too emotionally reactive with what you see on the scales. The next frequency we're gonna look at is three times per week. And I think that this could be good for just about every single phase that you could possibly be in. It gives us a really good set of data. We're able to get past those daily fluctuations. We're able to see a good snapshot of the week and the month as well, whether we're in a muscle building, fat loss, or long-term maintenance phase. So I'd actually say that this is probably one of the most ideal, given the fact you're not having to step on the scales daily, and you also get a nice look at the week. The only thing I'd perhaps say is that discipline advantage is that if you're tired of weighing yourself on a frequent basis, then three times a week might still be too much. I spoke about that once a week weighing just being 40 to 50 per year, but if we triple that, that's quite a bit, especially if you are someone who's a little bit tired of pulling out the scales every morning. So that's the only disadvantage I would see in that sense, but I'd say it's a solid amount of times to weigh yourself per week if you want to keep on top of your scale measurements whichever phase that you're in. And the final frequency we're going to look at is daily weigh-ins. And if we're looking at things from an accuracy perspective, I'd have to say that this is hands down the best. You get the most data and with more data, you have a much better chance of analyzing things, assessing things and understanding the way your body ebbs and flows. We can see the impact of your monthly cycle. We can see the impact of a poor night of sleep or stress. We can see the impact of that social that you have. And this can lead us to making better decisions. This can lead us to a better understanding of your body and what to do at certain stages at each month. So when we're looking at things from a data perspective, this is absolutely the best. However, we all know that it isn't just data. I've worked with thousands of people now who I've encouraged to weigh themselves on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's very, very hard to just look at it as data. 
we tie our emotions, we sometimes tie our self-worth, we tie many things to that number on the scale. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, and perhaps I should do an episode on how to improve your relationship with the scales, I think that'd be a really valuable podcast episode, so stay tuned for that. But it's the reality of the situation, it's very hard to separate ourselves from that number. I've done it in the past, I've got a much more healthy relationship with it now, but I've definitely tied what my success for the week looks like based on seeing that number in the morning. And that's not a great way to be because of, as we know, and as I've said multiple, multiple times on this podcast, or if you've ever worked with me, it doesn't matter how perfect you are, on your training, your nutrition, your stress, your sleep, all these different types of things, you will experience fluctuations. I've seen people be robotic in their approach. They've literally not missed a single box to tick. They've dotted every I, they've crossed every T, and they've still experienced daily fluctuations. So the reality is, is that every one of us is gonna experience those. So if we start to place too much importance and too much emotions around the scales, it can get a little bit challenging, and that is a major disadvantage of daily weigh-ins. So those are the pros and cons of the different frequencies that we can use based on the phases that we're in. So I'll leave you to make your own choice on that. However, I will give you my recommendation based on what I believe is best and based on the experience of what I found works best for my clients. So if you are in a fat loss phase, I believe that daily or three to five times per week is probably the best approach. Realistically, that data is gonna be super helpful. We're gonna get a much, much better idea of how you're progressing. And you might be thinking, well, the disadvantage of the relationship with the scales might be stopping you and holding you back. However, when it comes to my clients who I work with, I'm often not telling them to reduce the frequency. I'm often looking into why their relationship with the scales is so poor and what we can do to improve that. So that's the area I would be looking at, not to avoid the scales, but look into the reasons why you've got troubles with that in the first place. If you're in a muscle loading phase or a long-term maintenance phase, I believe the best frequency is weekly. And this realistically just gives us a real good amount of data. It takes off the frequency of needing to weigh yourself on a regular basis. I think 40 to 50 weigh-ins is pretty reasonable and you rule out a lot of the disadvantages of the lower frequencies. And finally, if you're someone who doesn't want to weigh themselves, but does want to still keep an eye on your body composition and your health long-term, I'd say monthly is not a bad option, or maybe even taking photos of yourself. That could be a way to get around it if you don't really want to take the scales out so regularly. However, the numbers can be helpful. They're objective. It's very hard to sometimes see those changes in the mirror, and you actually might be a little harsher on yourself, or you might be a little easier on yourself when you're looking at things. It's really hard to be objective on our own physiques when we're looking at them in photos, and that's where I think a number can be very helpful. It's not the be all and end all, but I think that these would be my recommendations and what I personally do with my clients at this moment in time. So I hope that helps team. I hope that that helps you pick the frequency that's best for you and your goals at this moment in time. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.